This episode of Bourbon on Ice, presented by your friend Frosty and your bartender Mike Whiskey, is brought to you by the Cape Media Center of Cape Cod, Massachusetts. The views and opinions expressed during this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the Cape Media Center. Listener discretion is advised. I was right. About what? And this means you have to hear the Whiskey Was Wrong and Frosty Was Right song. Oh no. Frosty was right. Whiskey was wrong. Now you'll listen to my song. <laughs> that was it. It's a short song. That was it. Roll the music. Welcome, listeners, to Bourbon on Ice. Where we talk about everything nerdy. Like gentlemen. Join us every week for our local Cape Cod take on, well, everything. Laugh, cry, be confused, and laugh some more. I'm your friend Frosty. And I'm your bartender, Mike Whiskey. Stay tuned. You think they'll like the episode? Oh, they'll definitely love it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bourbon on Ice, where we discuss all things nerdy like like gentlemen. gentlemen. We're coming to you live from Frosty's car outside of the movie theater right now. Yes, we're sitting in my palatial limo. It's cherry red with a swimming pool. I'm lying. I'm lying so bad. We're, we're coming to you from my my like 20,000 year old car. We're, we're ad hocking today. We are ad hocking. We are about to watch the Mario movie and so we are giving you our initial thoughts before we watched it. We have not heard any spoilers aside from the fact that it's happening. Yeah. I've been very careful to avoid ratings, reviews, all sorts of things. As have I, but that's easier for whiskey than Frosty, I think. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> like, I, like I said, if I wanted to keep a secret from you, I should just put it in a movie or put it literally on television. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of movies, the last movie we went to... Dungeons & Dragons. I thought it was going to be a great movie, and you said... I said it wasn't. And I was right. You were right. And hence the song. Yes. The Frosty was right and Whiskey was wrong song. No, I'm going to put like a little caveat. It wasn't a great movie. Yes, it it was. But it was a fun movie. I will see that thing again, probably when you're abandoning all of us to run after your girlfriend in another country. Yes. (laughs) No, I had fun with the movie. I really did too. So uh, let's give a little context for where we are. We are, as Whiskey's made clear, in Frosty's car. We are in Hyannis, outside the Regal Cinemas, and at 6.30, we are going to head into the movie. And the movie will then play at 7 o'clock after all the commercials and trailers. Yeah, that that was nonsense last time. I lost, I lost count. Yeah, it was, it was absolutely horrible. But um, let's, let's start with our initial thoughts. Frosty. The man who is walking behind my car... He could stand to work out a little bit. That shirt is not fitting. Oh, oh, about the movie. Yes, the movie. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I hear that it's actually not bad. I have not heard or seen anything to the effect of, you know, people are running screaming from theaters. And I've done a good job of avoiding spoilers and memes online. But I will say that I am very optimistic about this. It's got a good voice cast. And frankly, I've been waiting years, years for this. I am also optimistic. In fact, I heard that Mario has broken Frozen 2's record for animated box office opening. The hell you say? 
Oh yes. So Frozen is at like 358 million. Uh, Mario is now at 370 million. What? Mario blew Frozen 2 out of the water. I I'm stunned. I'm speechless. No, wait, I'm not. But I am stunned. Wow, that's really good. Yeah, so... And a friend of mine saw the movie, like, the day it came out. He told me that, um... It was total love letter to the fans, so I I'm... I'm happy to see this movie. Now, I just wanted to point out that, um... John Leguizamo from the original... I, I, I want to call it a movie, but it was really more of a steaming dumpster fire. A steaming pile of crap in a dumpster fire. Yeah. Yeah. He is boycotting this movie. He refuses to see it. <laughs> On the grounds... People, of course, are instantly saying, like, oh, he's jealous. He's jealous that he didn't get to be in the movie again. And No, he's upset about, apparently, the casting choices. Well, Seth Rogen is kind of a poor choice. It was more of the ethnicity of the thing. It's two Italian characters, and they are not played by Italian actors. Pratt and Day. Yeah. So I can understand that a little bit, but one of the big responses to that that has been coming around is uh, it's kind of the same of most iconic voices that become... Uh, how, how do I put this? Movies that have a character with an iconic and somewhat annoying voice... They then go on to have a whole movie, and the voice changes, and people are like, Oh, how could they change it? My feeling is, do you really want to listen to said voice for the entire movie? That, that, that you know, that's kind of fair. That's kind of a fair assessment. How, how long can you listen to, Wahoo! It's -a me, a Mario! Welcome to my movie! Oh no, it's a Bowser! I mean, yeah, I, I don't... Mamma mia! Yeah, I, I don't think I would be able to handle that for an entire movie. Not to say that it isn't a tried and true classic voice that we have all grown up with and loved. No, you know what? That's that's the um, you're the first person who's made that point, and I think it's a fair point. I mean, I'll just be blunt. I can't think of other ones off the top of my head, but I know there are examples. I there have been examples where a voice has changed for no other reason than to make it more palatable for people to listen to for an extended amount of time. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know any examples off the top of my head, because like you're, you're the movie buff. <laughs> it's been a day. It's been a very long day. And plus, we're sitting in my car. It's nice in here, though. There's someone parked across from us. They have a Monsters University bumper sticker. It's fun to look at. <laughs> we could have been doing this at the bar. We could have, but the car has better acoustics, and we're not getting picking up any of the bar talk. Which, last time we were at the bar talk, that was some good conversation. Oh my gosh. Yeah, okay, so... We gotta make an episode just about that. When we went to see the, what is it called, the Dungeons and Dragons movie last week, was it? Or it two was two weeks ago. It was last okay, week. Okay, last week. Uh, we stopped by Flashback Retro Bar and Arcade in Hyannis. And Whiskey had never been there before. Nope. I've been there so many times. It was nice. And we I just, enjoyed it. We just struck up conversations with people. With the bartender, with, I think it might have been the owner, too. Could have been. Could have been. Or someone high up on the food chain there. Even, but, um, the, even the chef walked out and was talking to us. I know. And there was like a soldier in the bar, and there was that very charming young woman with a really, really large pink drink. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of jealous of that thing. I was like, I don't know what that is, but it looks damn delicious. I want that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Here's what I'm really looking forward to tonight. What are you looking forward to? Bowser. I'm looking forward to Bowser as well. Jack Black killed it in the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's it? Jim Carrey was able to slip right into the role of Dr. Robotnik. And he did a great job with that. I can't think of anyone else I would want to be Bowser, honestly, because this is just kind of awesome. <laughs> Plus, since the Kelly Clarkson show incident. <laughs> <laughs> I think if they make a live-action remake, they should have him wear that costume. Probably. <laughs> um, I saw a Reddit post that someone put up that was great when they were coming out with the live-action Mulan. I want every single character played by whichever actor or actress voiced them. Oh, that's, that's very good. Right, yeah. Except for Eddie Murphy. I want him to just play Mushu wearing a Mushu costume. No CG, <laughs> no motion cap, just have Eddie Murphy with no explanation wandering around in a Mushu costume. That's hysterical. I'm like, oh yeah, I want to see that. I want to see that too. Eddie Murphy's brilliant. Um, I will also say one other thing that has been pointed out. And yeah, I'm going to take this with a giant grain of salt because you're going to have to take it with a giant grain of salt. <clears throat> oh. Yes. From trailers, it has been made clear that once again, the original format has been mixed up and tossed around and certain tropes have been changed over the years. What trope am I talking about this time? The damsel in distress? Exactly. We're not rescuing Princess Peach. We're rescuing Luigi. You know, I'm actually upset about that. It's a bit of a departure. But here's the other kicker. Princess Peach is a badass. She wields weapons. She attacks monsters. It's all in the trailers. Once again, the trope of man who knows nothing must be taught by the badass female. I, I, this is my only hope. If they do that, Peach needs her vibe scepter. From the her own spin-off game. She had a spin-off game? She had a spin-off game where you played as Princess Peach, and her emotions were controlled by her vibe scepter. I have seen her carrying some sort of like <laughs> pole or weapon or something. And I know at one point she throws a fireball. And you know what's hysterical? Oh, um, when someone you really hate trips on a banana peel and lands face first in a banana cream pie. That's shot in front. No, at the end of the game, of this Princess Peach spin-off game, mm -hmm. it heavily implies that your mother might have, have a vibe scepter that controls her emotions as well. Mm -hmm. Why, dude? <laughs> Why? Okay, weeks ago we were talking about the Trojan company with the product giveaway, and you were horrified. I was horrified. And now you're just, oh, wow. We're attracting looks. People are, like, walking by the car staring at us. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, people, you should be worried. We are weirdos. Yes, we are. Look at those weirdos in the car. You, sir, are correct! <laughs> it oh. is getting close to the time. Okay, no. let's just take one or two more minutes. Um, Yoshi, is he going to be in this movie? He should be in this. I heard that Birdo was in it. <gasps> oh, that's so cool! Yeah. Okay, I know I've seen Shy Guys, Goombas, Koopas... Um, Bowser, Mario, Luigi, Peach, Toads of every shape and size, Penguins, Bowser Jr.? Oh, I don't know about Bowser Jr. I hope Mario and Chris Pratt vicariously drop the penguin off the cliff. 
Just like in 64. We all did that. <laughs> One day we will all be standing before St. Peter and he will be going over the list of all the things we've done wrong in our life and that's going to be like right there on the top of the list. <laughs> I think I've even seen a, a joke online about that. Uh, what I could tell you is, you know, this looks like it's going to be great. Yes, it does. I'm excited. So, should we... Um, any final thoughts? Final thoughts? Yeah. Don't do drugs, stay in school. Well, it's too late for me. <laughs> we'll see you in a little bit when we come back after the movies and we'll tell you our thoughts. Long live Princess Peach! What, she's kind of badass. Up with bubbles, down with air. And hooray for Jack Black, the living legend! Well, he is. He is. The Cape Media Center, located in Dennisport, Cape Cod, Massachusetts, is a non-profit community media center and the public access TV station for the towns of Barnstable, Yarmouth, Dennis, Harwich, and Chatham. Our mission is to build community through media, enhance democratic communication, and facilitate free expression by providing these towns with a state-of-the-art media resource center. Members can become trained in our video and audio equipment and produce their own media content. Membership includes training classes, access to our field equipment, studios and facility, as well as airtime. Podcasters and music producers can share their content on our website. For more information, visit capemedia.org. This episode of Bourbon on Ice is brought to you by Market Street Bookshop and Mashpee Commons, located at 31 Market Street, Mashpee, Massachusetts. Embrace diversity and find support for local authors and artists at the Market Street Bookshop, where your favorite new read is just a browse away. For more information, give them a call at 508-539-6985. And we're back. <laughs> again, 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 again. Let's go see it again. Let's go see it again. Let's go see it again. There aren't any more showings after. That was the last one. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> oh my gosh, I freaking loved that. It was a fun movie. That was so much fun. That was a freaking nostalgia feast. It was jam-packed with so many references to old video games and movies. It was nothing but member berries. What? Member berries. You member? Have you, not, have you not heard of member berries from South Park? No, I have not. I, I need to show you that clip. I'm also kind of distracted by the parking job that that guy did in front of us. I think he's crushing that other car. Oh, my grandfather has done worse. We shouldn't discuss this. We could be potentially recording evidence in someone's upcoming court trial. <laughs> my, my grandfather parked in a truck like that. For, took up four parking spaces at a Dunkin' Donuts. I have some choice words for your grandfather. <laughs> so did a lot of people that day. <laughs> now, we just got out of the Super Mario Brothers movie, and I have got to say, I loved it. I enjoyed myself. Also, we ate an entire bucket of popcorn. It was not the entire bucket. Oh, please, there was like five kernels left in the bottom. Yeah, it was a fair amount. We destroyed that thing. And for Cape Cod, that theater was actually quite active. It was active. It wasn't by all means full, but it was active. This is Cape Cod. I was able to see uh, Marvel's Infinity War and Endgame in theaters that still had people coming in during the movie. Oh, wow. I know, right? Now, see, when I went to um, see Endgame, it was in Virginia, and it happened to be in Lynchburg, and 
that movie theater was packed so full. It was really cool to be able to stand in this massive queue with everyone in the set in the city, basically. Uh, the big thing. You know what? Let me let me just continue that thought for one second. I saw it here. I saw it with a bow. And uh, I don't know if you remember Chris Culpa from our UPS days, but we all saw it together and there was literally a seat on the left of us and a seat on the right of us open. <laughs> okay, so first, I just want to say, without any spoilers, but maybe a light spoiler alert. Very minor spoilers. There was no Birdo. I was misinformed. I was lied to. I was tricked, backstabbed, Bam and quite possibly bamboozled. <laughs> we have been bamboozled, bushwicked, and made asses of. Wait, I feel like that's something important. I feel like it's also something I shouldn't say. Huh. I should really look that up. Moving on, though. But there were Yoshis! There were Yoshis. There were adorable little Yoshis. Little cameo for Yoshi. Yoshi! And there were Goomba, and there were Shy Guy, and there was that thing. Yes, the thing. I won't spoil it, but you know what? Think Mario 64. And let's see if this sound does anything for you. Yes, that. The eel he is referencing. Um, freaking frog! I hate that mother, that bleeping, that mother, that words I can't say. Yes. Well, you can because we're podcasting now. But we try to avoid them. None, none of us. Okay, uh, let's let's talk about the voice acting for just one quick second. Chris Pratt did a great job. Charlie Day did a good job. Jack Black hard carried that movie. <laughs> his his back bitches, has bitches, bitches, bitches. Jack Black's back. I feel bad for his back. He must be so sore from carrying this entire thing on his shell. I feel like Seth Rogen kind of phoned it in, though. Mm, little... not, not, not his greatest performance, but it was passable. Yeah. But <laughs> we had Cranky. Cranky Kong. We had so many Kongs on screen. Okay, let's, let, without... So, so many Kongs, but I did not see a Lanky Kong or... Some of the other obscure Kongs from, say, 64. They, a lot of them were there, though. Yeah, I a lot see. of them were okay. there. We had Diddy Kong and Mini... Mini Be quiet, Diddy! <laughs> I mean, that means you, Diddy! Oh, that was it. Okay, uh, people. What can I say about this movie? It is full, as I said, of nostalgia. There's, from the music itself, to sound effects, to glancing in the background and spotting a cameo, something from an old game, something from a current game... Costume changes, power-ups, and so many tiny things that just all came together beautifully. You know what I will say, though? And this is a point against it for me. What? Princess Peach was in the Uncanny Valley. Like, there were a few scenes where her model was just in that Uncanny Valley of, oh, I don't know if that looks good. Explain. Explain. Well, her head just seemed a little too big. Oh. It, it, well... it was... Just a little bit uncanny. Oh my gosh, you, you want too big, Mar compared to her, Mario and Luigi were gigantic freaks. <laughs> the, their noses and all that. No, they, the size of their eyeballs. They seemed in proportion, but Peach just had this sort of uncanny valley-ness about her. Peach kind of 
she had her Frozen moment. She had her Adina Menzel Elsa moment. I will say that. <laughs> but she also, you know, she 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 looked like the true Disney princess that never was. <laughs> oh gosh, and she that was a good voice actress too. She did a great job. And and Taylor something. Anya Taylor. Anya something. Taylor something. Oh, um, just to tell you people. Yes, there is a post-credit scene and a mid-credit scene. Yes, yes. No spoilers on them. But I will say one thing about this movie. I found my spirit animal. He, he really did. He found his spirit animal. I think we can tell them. It's not that much of a spoiler. A depressed Luma? A depressed Luma. A depressed Luma. <laughs> and it, 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 it's not only depressed, but having an existential crisis and giving it to everyone around it. <laughs> I want to. I want to hug that thing. I, I just want to hug it. But then, of course, you know, then feel bad about that, and talk about my feelings, which are all bad. Time, like hope, is an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid little thing. Yay! Boo! <laughs> the art was absolutely beautiful. I mean. It, Yes, it was a visual feast for the eyes. I mean, it was a frickin' smorgasbord for the eyes. But there was just so much to look at, so much to take in. I, I recommend an IMAX screen or a widescreen. I recommend going in with your remote control at the ready and just going frame by frame. But we don't have that. No, we don't. No, and no one else does yet. It's not out on video yet. No, it's not. Okay. But... I definitely recommend just going frame by frame and try to see what you can find. I, I bet you, you know, by tomorrow there'll be videos up all over the place, like 500 things that you missed in the Super Mario Brothers movie, and there will be 500 things. You know who you are. Watch yeah. Mojo. <laughs> or Indie Gamer Bro. What? He's, he does some good videos. Um, two, two things I do have to bring up. Sort of quasi-movie related. One... Oh my gosh, the the staff at this theater that we just went to, it's like, <laughs> I think, I think they may have, you know, either they all were up late last night partying and then came to work at the same time, or they collectively have had all the joy squeezed out of them a long time ago by working in this job. I understand what that's like. I work in a similar job, people. You have my sympathy. <laughs> and your other comment. Hang on. It will come back to me. It's Wait. A, it's a slow train. You'll catch it. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the, They're wearing the Mario hats and the Luigi hats and like, oh, that's a cool hat. Thank you. They were the Lumas. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hmm. Huh. Oh. Hmm. You know, if. Okay. We'll just say, people, that this movie was clearly a success and they're obviously going to be sequels and stuff, but maybe we'll start seeing thing, other characters like uh, Rosalina or whatever her name is. We might get a Rosalina. Rosaline? I think it's Rosalina. Okay, so the other thing I will have to say is that since this movie was a success and opened the door, can we finally talk about getting that Star Fox movie? That's, that's not going to happen. I can dream. You can. But as the late great song said, Dream out! Dream on, dream on. I was at one of their concerts, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, I had so much fun. I was waiting for this forever. Now I can go look up ratings. Yes. 
and reviews. And reviews. And all the other things that you missed. What did you think? What did I think? About, what, what was your favorite part? No spoilers. What was your favorite part? Did you have a favorite part? I I very much enjoyed the ending where Bowser was defeated. That's I, not a spoiler. You all know it's coming. That's how a movie's supposed to end. The hero beats the villain. Mario beats Bowser. And it's a formula, people. Or at least in the way that it happened, we're not going to tell you. No. But I like that part a lot. Mario and Luigi, best bros. Rainbow Road. Rainbow Road was his best. Rainbow Road was my favorite part. There was clapping in the theater when we got to Rainbow Road. And they had a, a couple of the musical stings from it. I loved it so much. It was beautiful, man. Um, by the way, did you hear about the controversy surrounding that? Controversy around Rainbow Road? Yes. There's lots of controversy around Rainbow Road. Everyone hates it, man. It's, it sucks. It's also really fun to play. No, but when the movie trailer came out, the second trailer that had Rainbow Road at the end of it, yep. certain people started getting very angry and started posting online, Ugh! Wokeness! They put a rainbow in it. You know what that means. And of course, the fans en masse clapped back. I'm glad they did. They all went, no. Wokeness? That's Here Rainbow Road, you uncultured, unsophisticated boobs! <laughs> that's right, you, you, sir, are a boob. Just people just, like, coming down on them, like, that's Rainbow Road, it's been around since the 1990s. Yep. <laughs> we curse its name. I mean, it... <sighs> and it deserves it. You, It knows exactly what it did. I hear that every shooting star you see is some poor bastard falling off Rainbow Road. <laughs> and all I can say is, yeah, I totally see that. Yeah? Yeah. Um... <laughs> I had so much fun with that. The cat thing, is that real? The cat suit? Yeah. Yeah, that's new. Wow. I have a strong urge to go and play a Super Mario game now. You know what's really funny? What's really funny? It was funny? like an MSNBC or CNN or maybe like a Fox News thing. But there was, a, there was a news anchor who was giving a bad review of the movie because Mario was a furry in a cat suit. <laughs> and the internet, much like Rainbow Road controversy, clapped back. <laughs> Bless you, people. <laughs> Are you tired of boring and uninspired lunches? Done to death with coworkers and schoolmates making fun of you for your simple packaging? Well, now you can ditch those mundane paper bags and get the all-new Bourbon on Ice Lunchbox. Made from easy-to-clean and dishwasher-safe stainless steel and built to last, just watch as we run over the Bourbon on Ice Lunchbox with a family minivan. Not even a scratch on it. Featuring two classic scenes from the Bourbon on Ice talk show with your favorite hosts, Frosty and Mike Whiskey, on either side and wrap around in nerdy imagery. The Bourbon on Ice Lunchbox makes a perfect gift. Just listen to one of our satisfied customers. All my construction buddies used to think I was wicked lame bringing the same old paper bag to lunch break all the time. But now that I got the new Bourbon on Ice lunchbox, I'm the one with the last laugh. And when you call an order, ask about our extra-sized lunchbox. That's right, you can get our regular-sized and extra-large lunchboxes, all for the low, low price of $19.99. Call now at 555-LUNCHBOX. I cannot wait for what we're going to do next week. 
What movie are we going to see next week? I'm so excited. I don't think we'll be doing another movie next week. Okay, fine. Game night. We could do a game night. Excellent. When? Uh, like about three weeks. Why? Why wait? Be- what, what, what? What's the possible reason? What's the hold-up, dude? Because I'm going to the Philippines again. Oh, that. I'm going to see my lady. And sing Peaches, 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 Peaches. That's a movie <laughs> reference. You'll watch the movie and you people will understand. <laughs> uh, okay. Again? You're going back again? I know. The third time in like a year and a half. I thought you were the last... I thought... Wait, are you... Is this it? Is this the... Are you bringing her back this time? No, I'm not. Oh. That I'm... will be next time. I'm not going back until I can bring her back. With but me. I thought that's what you said this was going to be. No. This oh. is this is her birthday. Her birthday is coming up. Oh. Yes. Hmm. And I got the birthday present already. Okay. And she doesn't listen to these, so I can say what it is. It's a new camera recorder. She doesn't listen to our podcast. No. Not gonna lie, a little insulted. Oh, don't be that way. No, it's too late. I am insulted. <laughs> oh, stop. No. <laughs> this injury... To my reputation, to our reputation, you will not go unpunished. Stop. It's okay. Must be alone with my emotions now. Depressed Luma is coming out. (laughs) (laughs) This has been Bourbon on Ice. (laughs) He's your friend, Frosty, having an existential crisis. And that's your bartender, Mike Whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) Leaving us again. And as always, until you get back... Have a cold one on us. You can have Robert over. I know, but he's not you. For one thing, he's taller. This is true. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast was recorded at and produced by Cape Media Center on Cape Cod, Massachusetts by podcasting duo Mike Whiskey and your friend Frosty. All music and sound credits go to soundstripe.com. Special thanks to Jamie Horton, Emily Tullock, Gabrielle Rawson. For more information on Bourbon on Ice, visit our social media page at twitter.com backslash whiskeyfrosty. For more information on Kate Media Center, visit katemedia.org. For more listening options and a variety of podcasting entertainment, visit our hosts at buzzsprout.com and katemediacenter.org.